strap on your cleats and buckle up for a wild ride to the diamond of deception. Welcome to the 643 Conspiracy, where we swing for the truth and knock conspiracy theories out of the park. everybody i'm your boy hank i got drew on the other side of the line we've got a hell of an episode for you lined up today ladies and gentlemen uh before we get into all that drew how we doing today my brother i'm doing good my man how are you hank you having a good weekend yeah brother man it's it's hotter than uh all hell outside but i'm trying to hide from it in the in the house and it's it's going good i got my yard mow yesterday morning real early before it got hot but trying to trying to chillax because this next week we've got uh actual temperatures in the hundreds on not even counting the humidity so i'm just trying to survive this next week so i can be off the week of fourth of july for uh vacation i'm really looking forward to that nice man yeah oh i want to give a shout out to my mom's She's probably going to be this probably one of the first episodes she listens to unless she goes back and listens to some of our older stuff. She had me find her on Spotify for yesterday. So, Mom, what's up? I love you. Uh, I'm going to try to keep the cussing down for you, but I can't promise you anything. (laughs) Um, I want to plug Pure Pet Wellness before we get into the episode. Uh, Go to www.purepetwellness.com to find the absolute greatest line the the most organic and price efficient line of cbd products that is human grade that you will find in this country uh nico runs a family-owned and operated business over in san diego who sources all of his ingredients from here in america um i use it personally on my dogs drew uses it on his dogs uh, i vouch for it hands down and i'm not just saying that because he's a partner with the show uh i mean it like i i you, it makes my hands even feel better i'm you know i work in a metal shop so my hands are beat up i can use the paw balm or the cbd oil and it it works wonders so go to purepetwellness.com check out their products when you get to you check out, apply promo code 643 for 20% off of your order. And that, again, is purepetwellness.com. Enter code 643 at checkout for 20% off your products. Drew, I've been ready for this episode. We uh, kind of alluded to it all week long. We, we talked about it a little bit with Chef and Bo Diggles last Sunday on the Sunday Night Secret Society. We are going to be breaking down this documentary, The Great Awakening. I watched watched it again last night. It's super fresh on the mind. Uh, it, it, It really helps you understand exactly where we're at. With 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 respect to the government, with agriculture, with education, with everything in between there's no stone left unturned in this uh agenda that's being pushed it's a very elaborate scheme that is being unfolded right now in front of our eyes and it's been happening for decades and decades and this is a beautiful documentary that really takes its time and finds some absolute 
sound information, facts that cannot be disputed. And lays it out in a beautiful way that I think anybody who watches the documentary can understand. So you have any initial thoughts on it? I can't wait to dive into it, man. Um, you know, I, a couple of the guys at work, we were talking about, you know, just similar type discussions. And when I sent them the documentary, they were like, holy crap. I knew I had an idea. But I had no idea exactly where we're at. And I, like you said, man, it really breaks it down. I can't wait to dive into it. It, it really is um, uh, an awakening to what you think you know and what, what there actually is to know. Uh, it is a great awakening. It's a beautiful name for the documentary. And in the opening scenes of it, it really just kind of give you, <clears throat> excuse me, a little background into the creator of this documentary's life. He was really, you know, I, I, my story could line up with his single mother who probably depended on the state more than they wanted to, but was in a cycle of having to depend on that state assistance just to barely make ends meet and be just above that poverty line. Uh, he had a brother that overdosed from AZT, which was a very controversial drug uh, that was pushed by Fauci 30 years prior to this whole COVID thing. So Fauci has been on his stuff for a while. He's been doing this and, you know, him with this COVID vaccine isn't the first time Americans have seen Fauci promote something that got more people killed than it helped. Yep. And so that kind of gives us a little introduction into the mindset of the creator of this documentary. He pretty much just wanted to let people know that he had humble beginnings, very real world beginnings. He's not sitting on some mountaintop just trying to say something radical like he was touched by it, just like millions of others Americans. Uh, he even goes on to explain how he got caught up in the Bernie Bernie Sanders movement back around, you know, 2016 and that whole time frame. And he realized somewhere in that time with the Bernie Sanders movement that it wasn't right. Something wasn't right. Something in this country was broken within the system. Yeah. And he didn't just get caught up in the bernie sanders campaign the man was working on the bernie sanders campaign putting out bernie sanders basic propaganda for his campaign and it was during that when he realized holy crap there's yeah. all kinds of stuff that's going on yeah and so that leads us into the source of the majority of the information from this documentary. We get introduced to a man named Gene Edward Griffin. And Mr. Griffin has been one of the loudest voices you've probably never heard of in this fight against communism since at least the, the early 60s. He was born in 1931, I do believe. And he himself witnessed 
communism taking root in our university systems early on. And he realized that doing nothing was more detrimental than taking a risk on trying to oppose what he was seeing in these universities. And so he starts to, to get us to try to understand that when you hear, and it's normally these university aged people that, you know, that, that upper high school and, and college level students, they really get bought into this idea of socialism. Mm-hmm. But what Mr. Griffin tries to get you to understand is that socialism every single time will lead you straight to communism. You have no other choice. Uh, socialism literally ground lays the groundwork for a ultimate endpoint being communism. And as we move through this, terms like socialism, communism, Nazism, globalism, you start to find out that they're all the same. But um, communism for now, in short, is just complete tyranny, complete and utter control by the state in every facet of your life. There is no escaping the state. There is no escaping through a means of family, religion, uh, any kind of hobbies that aren't given to you by the state. And <clears throat> any dissenting voices within the community, you're labeled as a conspiracy theorist or you're labeled fringe or radical. You're given some sort of extreme end of the spectrum label. And that's done for a reason. You know, it, it, <clears throat> this division is, is, is everything to this communist movement. They have to create yeah. division at every point. Bullying's their favorite thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so in this, you know, from this introductory, you know, part of, of Mr. Griffin's lecture that this documentary covers, he starts to really get into specifics and he breaks down how they have weaponized banks against protesters. We've seen it most commonly or most publicly with the truckers in Canada. Trudeau said that everybody had the right to protest. But if you were protesting against what Trudeau and his government wanted you to do or believe, then the banks shut you completely out of your financial 
uh, holdings. You had no access to ATMs. You couldn't swipe a credit card at a store unless you had some cash. You were broke that quick. Yeah. All because yeah. these opposed regulations that Canada was passing so that they could boost their ESG score. Yeah, Trudeau, man, and word for word, what he said was, if you protest to demand change, that's where I take issue. Yep. That's the entire reason behind a protest. One you're speak, yeah, you're speaking out against whatever it is that you feel you have an opposing view for, and you're trying to get those in power to demand change of the things that they're doing. It's really backwards way of thinking, but it, it's what they're doing. It, and I, you know, this this documentary, you know, I had heard in regards to the financial restrictions that were put in place on these truckers. I just heard about it, like small bits and pieces here and there. This documentary, I had no idea exactly what they were doing to those truckers. And it wasn't just the truckers. It was anybody that spoke out against them. We have your name. We have your information. And we will begin to start issuing financial sanctions against you. That's they, insane. They immediately, there wasn't, no time passed between the where their, their um, persecution went straight from the truckers to the common population. Like, they, yeah. Nobody was safe. No, and they, they used the pandemic just to fire that, all that stuff right in there. So what we've got to understand is that, and we're going to talk about the they in a few moments. But for now, we're just going to leave them at they. They completely admire China. Like, not on a petty level. Like, they believe China is the absolute brightest light on the tallest hill of examples of what the world should be run like. Xi Jinping has a horrible hold on the common population of China. They are being starved. They're being, well, not, maybe not starved now, but they're being completely surveilled 150% all the time. Like they have this social credit score. They have no, the, 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 the citizens of China have no choice but to go along with the edicts and orders that get handed down to them because Anytime you voice a, a dissenting opinion, you're no longer allowed. They'll, they'll lock you out of your own house over there. Like, screw not being able to go buy groceries. They, you, you might come home and not have, be able to get in. Like, if that's if they don't throw you in one of the several thought detention centers they have, quote unquote, which are really just. And and people think, oh, that's camps. That that's in China. There's no way that's going to happen here. That's not happening here. Oh, what just happened over uh, the other day? Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. That guy here in America has an Amazon smart home, and he basically got locked out of his house 
because he said some things or some things were said that Amazon heard and took all of his powers away. Yep. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So this guy wasn't even home and an Amazon delivery driver dropped off a package and the, the ring door or the doorbell system. I don't know if it was ring specifically, but the doorbell it was, system. It was a ring doorbell system. Yeah. Gave a, gave a standard come automated response, you know, Hey, how may, how may I help you or something like that? And the driver who admitted to having earbuds in at the time, said that this man said something racial to him, even though they, I, th- I believe they're both black. They're both black. But as soon as he made a complaint, Amazon, through the power of Google, completely shut this whole man down. And he had no access to his house. His whole, He had what's called a smart house where – all of your, from your coffee maker to your TV control to your thermostat to your Wi-Fi, it's all it's all interconnected. Bro, I have one of those. Not so much so as his, because yeah. I, I've got you know layers in between. But the same thing. I mean, this I've goes got, even down to your barbecue grill. That's insane, brother. What are they going to find find ways to make like automatic locking doors on your barbecue grill so you can't even cook if you piss them off? And you and and again, we think this is just happening in China. No, this happened here in America. And I saw a video the other day. Now, this is in Portland, Oregon, so we're kind of on the other side of the spectrum as far as uh, craziness and fascism goes. But uh, Portland, Oregon. Now, the crime rate in Portland, Oregon is 99.99%. I don't think you can walk down the street in Portland, in the city of Portland, without getting stabbed, shot, robbed. Something terrible is going to happen to you. But I saw a video. Uh, somebody's just trying to go to a convenience store, and they're using facial recognition at the door. They won't even let you inside unless you pass their facial recognition technology before they even let you in the door. And people are saying, oh, well, it's for the criminals, so that way it keeps the criminals out and everything else. Well, guess what? What if Hank and Drew, who aren't criminals that want to go to the grocery store, but they heard our podcast talking about this documentary, and now our facial recognition is in their system, and they said, nope, sorry, buddy, you can't go get your groceries or your snack, your Slim Jim, whatever it is. Yep, you better have Cheetos at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the spicy ones. Man. Otherwise, you're, otherwise, you're stuck. It's insane, and 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 the the pandemic which was exactly that a planned event it was <clears throat> excuse me the defining point in time where klaus schwab gathered all of these nations leaders and they started really kicking into gear klaus schwab's great reset Jesus, I'm sorry. A complete and utter reinvention of the world and how it operates. I feel like we need to elaborate on on Mr. Schwab just a second before we start talking about his great reset. So Mr. Klaus Schwab was born in 1938 in Nazi-controlled Germany. And his father 
was the manager of Escher Weiss Ravenberg, which was a company who produced weapons for the Third Reich. That company was given the one. It was the highest honor the Third Reich could bestow upon a um, a company, and it was called the uh, Socialist Model Company. Something, something yeah, to that effect. Yes, yeah, yeah. Socialist Company. Pretty much, they were the the best sympathizers uh, at the time. They did the most for the Third Reich, and Klaus Schwab eventually grew up to take over his father's role in this company. In 1971, he, along with some other world leaders, kick off the World Economic Forum. And the World Economic Forum is is this conglomerate of world leaders. They meet once a year in Davos, Switzerland. But that is exactly where Klaus Schwab and Xi Jinping completely institute their agenda across the world. They've got suckers like Justin Trudeau and um, the, the, the Dutch premier, prime minister, whatever his name is. I mean, you've got several of our nation's leaders that are more than happy to go along with Klaus Schwab's Great Reset Agenda, which is basically a continuation of the Nazi regime's work that he grew up in. Oh, it's a push towards global order. No, there's going to be no independent nations, countries, states, towns, municipalities, nothing. Everything will be under the umbrella of the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization. Those two entities very soon, like within the next 10 years, those will not be indistinguishable entities. Those are going to become one entity. And that entity, headed by Klaus Schwab as long as he is alive, will be the ruling organization over the world. Yep. They're they're also the ones that along with the Johns Hopkins University and the Center for Science, conducted something what is known as Event 201. Hank, have you heard about Event 201? Yeah, I've heard about it. I haven't done much digging into it. So Event 201 was the pre-pandemic, the pandemic that they did. Um, It was a, a national response to the pandemic. They held this in, I want to say it was in October of 2019, the World Economic Forum, along with the John Hopkins University Center for Science, um, which is just a facet of the CIA, um, conducted this giant experiment where they wanted to see what the world's, the nation's responses would be to a global pandemic. And in section four, which is a great video, which is still up on YouTube right now, if you go onto YouTube and you type in event 201, watch segment four, it talks about the use of the internet and social media and how they will use that to control everything that has to do with the pandemic and how they will uh, get their points across. They'll censor us. They'll 
basically everything that you saw that happened and that came out in oh the Twitter files that were released and everything else that you saw across all social media, um, where the the rest of us that wear our tinfoil hats and have an open third eye realize this is what was going on. This all just confirms it. Absolutely. And it's insane. Absolutely. Uh, one of Klaus Schwab's favorite quote or my favorite quote of his is you'll have nothing and you'll be happy. If you want to, if you want to understand what communism is from a, from a, from a civilian standpoint or a citizen standpoint, it is, you'll have nothing and you'll be happy. Oh, China really is this great reset role model. And America is, is under all out attack from every which way, from inside, without, from upside, from down, from left to right. I mean, they, we, we as Americans have no reprieve ever from the attack that we're under. It is, it is uh, as much of a political fight as it is a spiritual fight, as it is a physical fight. It, China has been collecting our DNA to further hone in their control of the data so that they can, in their own words, control life. If, if the listeners would recall back on the Life Log episode that Ryan and I did, you should have an important or an understanding of how important data collection is for the, the powers that be. Through data, they can predict what you want and they can ultimately know you better than you know yourself. Through that collection of data comes their biggest gun they have in their arsenal, which is psychological warfare. We are constantly being bombarded by, by, by psychological warfare tactics. And it, and it seems to be that, that the higher IQ people are targeted. Like you would think that the, that the poor country redneck that ain't got no IQ level would be the one to, to fall for what the government's saying, but it's actually the people that have the highest IQ levels that are most suspect to fall for this psychological operation that we're in. And I think it really sets a precedent for understanding why nowadays there's more parents that don't want to send their kids to universities. Once you understand that you're in a psychological war, you can become aware of what you can do in your life to help yourself and your kids or your family members or just your friends to help break out of this cycle. Because it's been proven that constant states of fear and anxiety lead people to ultimately turn to something or someone to fix the problem. Tell me what to do. And nine times out of 10, that someone or something is the government. 
and they use that opportunity to enable enact laws that they normally couldn't pass but because everybody's in a fear of just a constant state of fear that they need that that we're willing to let the government do whatever they got to do to stop us being scared help us it's for the greater good of society hank that's their biggest that's how they get all these things pushed along as they convince you that it's for the greater good yes sir it's all about getting good people to do bad things all while those people thinking they're doing good things AKA virtue signaling. The wearing of the mask, the getting the Fauci ouchie, getting the the Ukrainian uh, flag on your Facebook profile, marching with BLM, buying into the whole Antifa. It it it's all just more more aspects of this psychological warfare we're in. It's all diversion and subversion tactics. There has to be a racial divide or a class divide or some sort of system among the population where some people have it better than others. That's the I mean, that was the complete communist Maoist agenda, right? Uh, during Mao era, it was uh, where everybody's got to wear these brown nondescript clothing. So everybody looks the same. Uh, there's no sex. You, you, All the women's hair got cut. So everybody looked like the same. There's no men and women. It's everybody's the same. And that's exactly what's going on right now in the United States with all this gender nonsense and uh, you know, he, him, she, her, this, that, and the other. It's because all when, just to when you put achieve, that divide if, between us. Yeah, when you achieve asexualization, the only thing you have left to turn to or to believe in or to have any sort of intimate feelings with is the state, the government, them, yep. the same ones that created the hellhole that you're currently involved in. But you're speaking about Mao and Mao, all he did was take the communist revolution or the communist revolution that happened in Russia. He took that game plan and the only difference he made with it was Mao was the first time that the world had seen a communist agenda being enforced using children. And before Maoists, uh, before Mao's, a revolutionary takeover of China, the way that communism spread was through militaries. Whoever had the biggest, baddest military could come in, take over, and the citizens of the occupied land had no choice but to submit or die. But Mao yep. understood that he could do even more than that, and he didn't have to have a, a, a population that ultimately feared speaking against him he figured out that he could have a whole population that revered him and thought he was essentially god and it started with the children and he uh more particularly started or specifically rather started with the universities 
he started with that generation that was being uh, set out into the world, but he sold them on the concept of communism. He knew that when the children could control, the children would go home and completely blow up their houses like not fit not not literally but like the house life that they had they would go home and now suddenly parents and grandparents aunts and uncles they're just an outdated antiquated way of thinking they don't they don't hold any any weight onto today's world the kids being indoctrinated they knew that they were right they were the ones with the answers not not their parents and so that's really where you see so many parallels with today's woke agenda that you do with Mao's communist revolution is because what we have today is the exact same thing that Mao had, which was utter and relentless attack and indoctrination of the children. Yep. That's, that's exactly what's going on, especially with the, the black lives matter movement and all this other stuff. I mean, in the documentary, one of the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement um, said that she was approached and somebody said to her, oh, wow, uh, your information, that's just like uh, Mao's Red Book. They are proud, Mark, like they are self-proclaiming Marxists. And before anybody thinks that this is just two white boys ragging on Black Lives Matter, get to know me, get to know Drew. If you want to try to make it a racial thing, get to know us. But listen to what we're saying. The the organization that is Black Lives Matter is directly funded by the communist regime in China. Like it's proven. That's not a stretch. We can if you want to come on the show, I'll share my screen. And we can follow the websites and you can see the information firsthand for yourself. Follow the money. The breadcrumbs are there. All you have to do is look. Exactly. Follow the money. This is why the World Economic Forum plays such a big role in Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. Because through the World Economic Forum, you're able to have all of these nations all of these great leaders, political powers, meet in a secluded location in Davos, Switzerland, where no one else is allowed to be. And there's, you know, a, a few different versions of Davos. You have the Davos that they show you on TV with the Greta Thunbergs and the everything else. And here's everything. But then you have the secret meetings that go on where people that can't be seen together are seen together and can talk. And that's where the things that matter and the things that will change the world. Those are the meetings that take place there. And when you start to follow the money, that's when you realize that all these banks and everything else are controlled. Yep. Which you can, you can tie that directly back to the sinking of the Titanic where JP Morgan J.D. Rockefeller and the one Rothschild, they killed John Jacob Astor. Uh, I want to say there was a Strauss on board. 
they were they were the people that got killed on the Titanic. If you know who you're looking for, were directly opposed to the Rock the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Morgans establishing central banking in America. Yeah, they were completely opposed to the Federal Reserve System. John Jacob Astor was the most wealthy American at that time. And so once they killed them, I don't think think it was a year, maybe maybe two years tops, we had the Federal Reserve. And so when we say these banks are corrupt, like this is not a stretch. These banks are corrupt. And we'll get into it. And when was the last time that somebody spoke out after the Titanic against the Federal Reserve? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think his name was John F. Kennedy. You might have heard of him. You might have heard of him. I think he spoke out and see you later. It's not like they blew his head off right next to his wife or anything in front of the whole nation. (laughs) But, you know. Uh, So... You know, we've covered a lot already, and really, at this point in the documentary, you're about halfway through it, and it's a lot, man. It's a lot. By this point in time, and and the documentary does a lot better job than we do on breaking this stuff down. This is more or less just our thoughts on it, but at this point in time, the documentary has an argument laid out that you cannot ignore that. America's culture today is eerily, eerily, almost perfectly cut out from Mao's playbook. And so the documentary takes a shift from Mao and kind of goes into a, a, a segment about governments themselves explaining what government you know what different types of governments are and he he explains how we as americans believed in a limited government a constitutional democracy which is the complete opposite of communism but one thing about democracy you always hear about this fight to defend uh, democracy and you know spreading democracy but when you when you go back and you read the the literature that Plato and Aristotle and those great thinkers thought Socrates they they all understood that democracy always leads to tyranny because democracy is a system of the majority over the minority and it's a more, more specifically a, a system where the majority doesn't have to care or cater to the wants, wishes, or needs of that minority. And anytime you have a majority rule that does not care about the wants, wishes, or needs of the minority, you then have a tyranny. Because what can the minority do? They're the minority. So That's why we have... That, that's, cons- that's right. Our founding fathers figured it out to the best that humans have ever given the world an example of how to have freedom for every single man, person, woman, and child, but still have a system of governance in place because we as humans are not capable of being free range chickens. We have to have fences. 
We have to have hands that swat us because we are inherently corrupt people. I mean, we're, we're corrupt by nature. Man is flawed. Man will kill man. Man will steal from man, cheat man, and rob man if he can. Sleep with another man's wife. All Nothing's off limits when it comes to the imaginations and wants of men. But the founding fathers understood that, that there is a way to respect the wants and wishes of not just the minority, but literally every citizen. And it's called a republic, a constitutional republic. And it's the only, um, Thomas Jefferson said, the republic is the only form of government which is not eternally at open or secret war with the rights of mankind. Because of the constitution, only a written down, agreed upon set of laws that we as a populace agree to uphold, which define, they do, the, the Constitution does not give us the rights. It just defines the rights and the limitations of on which the government can infringe upon those rights. The Constitution doesn't limit us as civilians, it limits the government. Right. And what you're seeing today is... <clears throat> the degradation of the willing to adhere to the outlines that the founding fathers figured out. They figured out that we have God given rights that it doesn't matter what race, creed or religion you as a child of God have these rights to live in a free nation, worship as you please. You don't have to be subject to housing soldiers that's why we have a whole amendment of the constitution for no quarters the government cannot walk up to your house and say we we own this until we don't exactly the military can't come post up in your house um elite you know it the, the entire reason for the constitution was to limit the powers of government to protect the people from the government from doing exactly what they did to the our founding fathers over in England. That's it. Take everything, take everything away from them, tax them, do all these things, and make them slaves. They didn't like that. That's why they moved here. They came up with the Constitution to limit the government because they knew that the government isn't there to help. I think Ronald Reagan said it best when he said the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yep. So anything that isn't, <clears throat> excuse me, anything that isn't a constitutional republic, regardless of what other word you want to throw on it, it's totalitarianism. It's the form of government where the state does not respect inalienable rights of individuals. And you see that today here in America. You see it in Canada. Um, I just listened to you're missing the point with Drew missing over the, you know, uh, yesterday while I was mowing the yard and it was a heartbreaking episode 
this uh, young man, he's 19 years old, him and his mother are bee farmers there in Australia. And what the government is doing to Australian bee farmers and agricultural, you know, farmers and, you know, any kind of farming or agricultural people over there, it, it's, it's horrible. They're coming in and just killing hives on a whim. And there's nothing that these citizens can do about it. Right. Just because maybe they're they saying had that... their guns, you know, maybe if they didn't turn over their guns, they might've been able to do something. That's another topic for another day, but you see, it's like, all part of, it's all part of the world economic forum and the plan. The yeah. same thing is going on right now in the Netherlands. Yes. And it had been going on in the Netherlands with the Dutch farmers. Yes. And the Netherlands is the greatest producer of food in the world of farm food. Besides right? of all of our vegetables. Right. Besides, besides California. Right. And the United they, States up, up until 2018, they were dubbed the, the nation that fed the world, the little, the tiny nation that fed the world, the tiny yeah. nation that fed the world. But you now see, you see because, it even here because Bill Gates is the largest owner of agricultural farmland in America. Well, Bill Gates and the Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a push to get us away from eating crops and meat klaus schwab wants you to eat insects and so that way you're you're dependent on the government there because parts of the world where where the world economic forum has already rolled out of uh, 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 food plans in in school systems and they're eating insect based meals like, like the food is not meat or, or grain. It's all from insects. It's all part of control, man. Look at where the, just the United States has come. You know, back uh, during the wars, World War One, right? We had all of these uh, things that were limited on us. And we had people were made to grow the Freedom Garden. Yep. And... And they had to have a space on their yard where they had a plot so they could grow food yep. to assist in feeding everyone. And now we've come to the point where they don't want you to own anything. They've made it to where unless you know where to get seeds from, if you if you go and, and and go get a tomato out of out of the store and grow it in your own garden, two generations later, you'll be growing fruit and vegetables that have no seeds. Brother, you uh, look at what Monsanto has done to the farmers in America, and Monsanto and uh, you know Roundup and all those corporations. Monsanto had basically the gen genetically modified organism and the, the, the seeds and the beans, they were able to patent certain things and they were able to take that. And if they were growing it and they found out that your farm now had one of their, that they could come and shut your farm down. And there was nothing that you could do about it because guess what? When you're growing something out in the field, Monsanto knew this, when they're growing something, guess what's going to happen? A bird's going to fly by. They're going to eat some. They're going to fly over to your part of land. They're going to take a crap 
And some of that seed's going to grow on your property. And guess what? Now you're growing their genetically modified organism. And now they own you. And there's nothing that you can do about it. So we've established that they want to asexualize us. They want to get rid of genders, which they've done a really good job at that. They want us to quit eating meat, grain, fruits, and vegetables. They want us living on grass and insects. They want complete class warfare, racial warfare, and, and probably more important than all of those combined is, is the constant attack on the nuclear family. Because the nuclear family, which to those that are unfamiliar with the term, is a traditional household, mother, father, children. When you have that nuclear family, that traditional family, your children don't need the state for guidance in life, spiritual guidance. Uh, when it comes to anything, parents completely cut out the need for the dependency on the state. And they can't have that. Because if, if a kid can go to school and be told that little Johnny is now little Jane and that's what it's going to be. And your kid comes home confused and you're, you as a, a father, I know Drew, I know personally you would hell. I've had this conversation with my oldest. I'm able to set the story straight and unconfuse them a little bit. I'm able to reaffirm the beliefs that I want them having the morals that I want them having. Not what the and state wants them to have. And the state wants that any dissenting voices quashed. Yeah. And that's exactly what they're doing in the schools. And they're making it to the point where they're trying to say for the kids and how they're getting the kids is that, oh, you have your own voice and your own opinion. Those are your thoughts and your thoughts only. Yep. I'm not saying that you can't think for yourself, but listen, I know my nine-year-old sometimes talks about being a ninja turtle. He's not a freaking ninja turtle, and nor am I going to support him growing up and becoming a ninja turtle. Yeah. Because we're based in rational thinking, right? So, yes, children have their own thoughts, but they need to have thoughts that are shaped and molded, etc., by the parents that are there to instill those moral values and things into them, not the state and the schools and everything else that's saying, Oh, well, you don't have to tell your parents about that. That's that stuff between us here at the school, or you don't need to tell your mom or dad that, that you think you like boys or you think you like girls or frogs or whatever. And God forbid you live in California or some of these other states where they're making it a law that if you tell your kids that that's not the truth, Washington then State, the state will come and take your children and prosecute you. You can land in jail and prison for telling your kid that little Johnny is, in fact, still little Johnny. And he's not a Ninja Turtle. 
That's what they're saying. If that they're if it's gender affirming care. If you do not approve of the gender affirming care, then it is your issue. And that goes exactly back to the Maoist agenda that they are pushing across the United States through these sanctions and everything else that are being brought to light and put together by the World Economic Forum and the powers that be. You have Klaus Schwab and all these members of the global elites who control all of our money and everything else meeting secretly and they're pushing these agendas and making getting them pushed across across the world and they're able to do it because they can control everything why because they control the banks and they control everything look at look at this what happened this week with the nonsense with the submarine and who was on the submarine and everything else it was just another titanic the, the, the everything was very similar if you look at who was on the submarine yep. uh you had a, a pakistani billionaire that was very um, against the central banking digital currency system that pretty much uh, all of Sri Lanka and everything got wiped out, right? You know, all of their money got taken away overnight because, oh, what did they decide to do? Hey, I know all that, uh, all those rupees and everything you have at home. Well, those aren't worth anything anymore. Now you have to pay everything with this new app. Yep. And we're we're going to load some stuff onto it. Yep. And that's exactly what's going on on right now with everything that is taking place right under our noses That's you right. have the imp- go ahead you have the implementation of all the stuff with the fed now and the central digital bank digital currency now's the time where the great reset is taking place and it's time for people like you and I to stand up and open other people's eyes that this is what's going on, which because is because if you're what we're trying to eyes do. aren't open. We're trying, you know, that's why we're here. That's why we take hours out of our out of our lives to do research and come on these podcasts and talk about these things because there's gonna, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how long we're gonna be able to do this for. Not because we, we're going to give up, but because the government is taking strides every day to silence voices like us. Like we're we're on the precipice of seeing voices like Drew Misson out of Australia being absolutely silenced by punishment of, of federal crimes. Like it's about to reach a point where you're going to have completely state controlled media even more so than it is now because the state controls the mainstream, no doubt. The state controls, you know, most of what makes it on radio, no doubt. But us in the podcasting world, even as new as me and Drew are to it, we're going to be the last line of defense when it comes to finding and hearing actual sound information that isn't state-fed. I can promise you, dear listeners, I will never be accepting any amount of money or any kind of favors to have my podcast be taken a certain direction. There's not a dollar sign that anybody could put on 
me not speaking about certain things or only speaking about certain things. I'm, I'm, I will not let this podcast get taken into a controlled op. It's not going to happen. Right. Probably but voices because like- we'll never get big enough for anybody to ever know who we are. But that's beside the point. Like I have a strong but- mind in the ground. Yeah, voices like ours are being censored every day. Look what just happened uh, most recently, Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan had uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. on his podcast, and they were talking about uh, COVID and COVID vaccines and all of the information about COVID and everything else. Well, Robert Kennedy Jr. was on Theo Vaughn's podcast several uh, weeks or months before that, and his episode that was on YouTube, got pulled because they were talking about stuff that people that were speaking about COVID didn't like. Now, Robert Kennedy Jr. was smart and he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan has a little bit more clout and Spotify paid him, what, 150 million to be on there. So I doubt that anybody's going to pull anything that he has to say right now, but it can happen. That happened to a giant podcaster, Theo Vaughn. That guy's hilarious. He got his stuff pulled off of YouTube. There's another, uh, and this is just going down the rabbit hole of people dissenting opinions. There's uh, uh, another guy. I don't know if you've ever seen him on social media, uh, Hank. Um, his name's Uncle Roger. Have you ever seen that that Uncle uh, Instagram Roger. guy? Yeah, Uncle Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger. <laughs> Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger. Very good comrade. <laughs> so, did you see? Uh, what happened with Uncle Roger? No, I haven't seen him in a while. It's funny you mentioned that because I miss watching his videos. Why haven't you seen him in a while? Why? Well, because Uncle Roger had a hilarious video and someone was talking about where they're from. And they said they were from China. And he said, oh, China. And he started making fun of China and Xi Jinping. And he said on this video, he said, he's like, uh, you know, everything's listening. Oh, Uncle Roger, very good comrade. CCP, don't don't take Uncle Roger away. Uncle Roger, very good comrade. Well, guess what happened to Uncle Roger? His TikTok, his TikTok, all of his stuff was gone. I mean, most of it is still up here in the United States, but he, he had a big, huge following in, in Asia. All of that stuff got taken down. And you haven't seen a lot of his videos recently after that. Hi, uh... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, what we've done over this hour, we, we basically discussed that there are pieces and there are things in place that have been going on since the early 1900s and the wheels have been put into motion and we've established what is now known as the world economic forum. And you have Klaus Schwab, AKA, I think you did it. I think you described him the best on our podcast the other night with chef. When you described Klaus Schwab as emperor Palpatine with his black cloak, you've got emperor Palpatine and Klaus Schwab, leading the way and they are doing everything that they can to push these agendas across everywhere. And they have the ability to do it. Why? Because they control the money. Yep. Now check this out. Carl Jung. He said that the state takes the place of God. The socialist dictatorships are religions and state slavery is a form of worship. Does that not sound 
exactly like the world we live in today? That's exactly what they want. They don't want you to have religion. They don't want you to know the things that are going on. They want you to think that these UFOs and everything else is just a distraction from really everything that's going on. They don't want you to know about the Savior. They don't want you to know about Jesus Christ, the one that can really take out everything away. They don't want you to know any of that stuff. Like, Why? Have, because have that you... takes their power away. Exactly. Exactly. All this is is a power grab, man. It's a good versus evil. The same battle that's been going on since the beginning of time. It's just... It's not just among angels and demons anymore. Those angels and demons are now you and I, the Klaus Schwab's, the Bill Gates and Justin Trudeau's and name your whoever. And it's not just politicians. It's anybody in the entertainment industry for the most part. It's the people you see on TV on these news stations. It's the people you hear on the radio stations. It's the actors in the movies name it and they're probably working for the wrong side i mean you don't attain fame and power in this world without giving up your soul basically yeah i mean and it just came out most recently um you know i don't know if you saw uh the the blackrock recruiter the underground video from the o'keefe media group did you watch that yeah where he's just talking about this is exactly what they do right they have trillions and trillions of dollars under their management thank you world economic forum Mm -hmm. and they're able to go into these governments and areas and they're able to buy politicians and push their agendas because why just like you said because they control the media they control everything else thank you project mockingbird and everything else you've got the money you can control it all buddy you can control it all that's all it is, man. And I know with this, you know, to our listeners by this point in the episode, it seems like we've just been on this Debbie Downer tirade. And it is a, you know, pretty daunting outlook on everything. But it's the world we live in. But I still have hope, Drew. I'm, I'm able to walk away from knowing all this and not be just downright mad. Like, you know, last weekend when I first heard it the first time, I was just ready to go outside and, like, punch a tree down or something. But I've had a little time to let it stew. I've had some time to think about it. And think about what, what, Mr., what Mr. Griffin said at the end. And that it's not too late to start doing something now. Which kind of goes back to what we talked about on Wednesday's sports episode. The fight is very winnable. The fight isn't – what the media has done is made it seem like you have to fight. You yourself have to fight the federal government, and you don't. There's – I mean, how could you? There's no possible way that anybody could fight against the federal government and really win because who has – what what individual that isn't already in bed with the federal government has enough money to play that ballgame? 
It's not very many, if any, at all. So where do you start this fight? It's at the local level. You know, I'm not going to go on to my whole soapbox about going to your city hall meetings and stuff, but that's exactly what you've got to do. You have to become informed on the issues that are going on. You have to raise awareness to things that you see. You have to be a voice because it's not the first person that takes a stand. It's that second person. That second person that joins that first person will make more difference than the first person themselves. Because once everybody sees that second person stand up, they'll immediately know it's okay. Hey, I'm not alone. Anybody can stand up and be the lone voice, but who's going to stand up with that lone voice? Who's going to risk looking crazy with them? But once you start doing that, you will get enough people together to, even if your change only goes so far as your city limits, at least you've done something. Because if enough of us can get just enough of our city, you know, even if it's only our city limits, if enough of us do it everywhere, over time, we will have a change worth being proud for. Like, it's going to take time. It'll probably be something that we're still fighting when I get old, crusty, and thrown in the ground. But that it doesn't give you a right to not do anything. Right. And just... Remember, just to take your head out of the damn sand, man. You know, you think that you, you see everything, you hear everything that's going on. And if you see it on the mainstream news, think about what they're trying to distract you from. Open your eyes. Look at what they were trying to distract us from this week. Right. Yep. They had the they had that the the Titan sub. And guess what? The Durham report. You had John Durham testifying in front of Congress directly speaking about how the Russian collusion nonsense was all a hoax tied directly to the Clinton campaign with Operation Crossfire Hurricane. Yeah. I mean, my biggest piece of advice to anybody would be quit watching your TV. Get away. Look, I don't care if it's on Instagram, TikTok whatever stop looking at anything political stop following cnn stop following fox stop following msnbc stop watching the news on the tv watch if you need to if you need to know the weather get an app don't watch the news it it, it it's all propaganda The United States is the most heavily propagandized country in the world. We are the most misled and ignorant population in the world because we're so willing to listen to that TV or listen to that guy on the other side of the phone tell us what really is. When, like Drew said, everybody's worried about some tic-tac floating in the ocean and as tragic as that situation was, Hunter Biden just walked on felony gun and tax evasion charges. And his happy ass was walking amongst the elite at the White House during the global, uh, what did they just have, the uh, dinner at the White House the other night? The respondents dinner or whatever, the correspondence dinner. There he was, walking Mm -hmm. on gun charges. If that were you or I, I would be locked up for years. I'm proud of my son, man. 
Come on, man. I'm proud of Mayo for Sam. It's it's ridiculous, Hank. You got to stop watching the TV. If you, you do, if you want to know what's going on in the world, start listening to podcasts. Because I promise start you, li- you'll find more more accurate information on podcasts than you will on any TV. Right, and you know, just do yourself a favor. If you hear it on, if you can't turn off the TV and you can't turn off the radio, and you've got it playing everywhere. Listen to what they have to say, but then go and do your own damn research. Don't just take what they have to say as the freaking gospel, because everything that the government tells you is not the truth. As much as you want to believe that it is, it's not. See, what sets Drew and I apart from that is we will tell you right here and right now, even though we believe what we say to be true, we're still subject to being wrong. And if anybody, I don't care who it is, if anybody can bring facts, you know, or dispute us and, and be like, hey, y'all were wrong about this. You said this and it wasn't like, then then I will publicly correct myself. Hell, we'll have you on. This is not going to be any animosity unless you bring it to me like I'm, I'm you know, have some respect with it but let, let us know like we're we're not subject to being i'm not perfect i don't know everything i'm i'm just doing research on my own like like we're telling people to oh fact check us because at the end mm-hmm. of the day we're we're just recipients of information that at the, ultimately we're just choosing to trust we're 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 putting our faith that this is good information that it's sound and we can do that because we've looked into it. We've looked at what these claims are making, you know, what, what's being said, where is this information coming from? And to the best of my abilities, everything, you know, checks out. But then again, yeah. I'm just some poor redneck from Northeast Arkansas. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Harvard educated, you know, apparently that means something in today's world. I'm, I've, I don't have a college education. I've got some trade school education, <laughs> But I'm not, and, and I'm not it, above it, being wrong. No, absolutely not. And just like you said, man, we'll have you on the show. Come on the show. Let's talk. I would love to sit down and debate somebody. And you tell me that anything that is brought up in this documentary, The Great Awakening, that Hank and I are asking you to talk uh, to go do yourself a favor and go watch. If any part, if you see something on that documentary and you say, no, that's not how it is. Hank and Drew, it's completely 100% different. Come on the show. Let's debate. We'll talk. We won't censor you. We'll be able to say whatever it is that that you want to say. It's all love, baby. We're all grown. Get it all out there. Exactly. That's that's what a lot of people aren't willing to do is have the tough conversations. I'm I'm, I'm not the kind of person that instantly just banishes somebody to the shadow realm because they don't believe the same way I do. No, I, I value people someone else's good opinion. Regardless of you know what they believe. Exactly. But we're not that, able a... to sit around and openly discuss what we believe without attacking everybody else because it might not line up with what we I mean, we've got come on, people. Come on. Right. And the only way that you're gonna be able to learn on, is to man. surround yourself with people that have ulterior 
opinions than you. You have to be able to speak to other people, do your own research, gather your own information, and figure shit out on your own, because otherwise you're just going to be another government lemming. See, I, I honestly be... hope that there's uh, the majority of people that listen to us, I honestly hope that they might be on the other side of the fence. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I want I mean, you to be on the other side of the fence. As much as I appreciate everybody that supports us and listens to us, the people that already agree with what we say, they're not really the ones that need to hear it the most. Right. The ones that need to hear it the most are the ones that don't agree or, more importantly, don't know. It, yep. Like I, we're putting this out here with the best of intentions to to let people maybe hear something they've never heard of before because all they've heard is what's on the TV. You're not going to hear a lot of the stuff that we talk about because a lot of the stuff that we talk about is what really happened and not the not the narrative that's being pushed. We might reference said narrative, but it's never going to be. Uh, we're not going to just tell you what you can go find from any big wig news and you know news source because that feeds into the whole wheel that is collectivism which is which is what communism nazism globalism uh, fascism all the all the labels that they all the isms it's all collectivism it's all the idea that the group is more important than the individual and and we're not trying to propagate that or pep perpetuate that at all we we still very much believe in the constitutional republic we still very much believe that you as an individual are a child of god you are loved and you were loved so much that you have certain rights that not one man can ever take away from you and we're just here trying to help raise awareness to the attack that's going down on those rights so that you can become a little bit better informed and aware of the situation so that you can start fighting back for yourself. Damn right. That's Pick all up your is. pitchfork with us. Me, Drew and right. I are nothing special. We don't have any secret access to hidden knowledge. We just... we. We try to come at the come at things from a different angle than what you might hear elsewhere. You know, give you give you a fresh perspective. You know, our take on things. And like I said, we could be wrong. Well, I don't think we are. And if we are, we'll own up to it. And that's something that me, uh, the the legacy media and the mainstream media will never do. You'll never hear a news channel apologize for feeding you a bullshit story. They'll just exactly go on to the next day like it never happened. No. Exactly. We have to get back to a state of taking, holding ourselves accountable for our actions. We have to go back to having some sense of community and responsibility to our neighbors, our fellow man. But more importantly, we have a responsibility to ourselves. Hmm. You have to under you have to promise yourself that you're not going to let yourself be lied to anymore. That you're not going to buy into it. Wake up, people! It, it, the time to fight is now. If we do not start taking a stand immediately, and this isn't just some chicken little boy who cried wolf moment, like this is legit. This is real deal everyday lives there are forces at work that are trying to 
take us right back to the 60s and Mao's communist revolution. Like, it's just going to be the American version of it. Yeah, it's happening right in front of us. And now is the time where people need to open their eyes and rise up. Well, Hank, my man, it's been an awesome evening talking with you, brother. Oh, dude, I, I loved it. I, I'm, I'm really glad we were able to get this, you know, get this done. Um, I'm sure that we didn't do it the justice that the documentary does itself. But listeners, this was just our opinion on it. Our, our, you know, and it might be that we just regurgitated a lot of what it already said. And that's okay if that, you know, if that's what ended up what it was. But I felt like this documentary was important enough to take the time to talk about it. And maybe you don't have an hour and 40 minutes to go watch it, or you don't want to go on YouTube. And I completely understand why you wouldn't. Hopefully this episode will give you enough of a breakdown of what was in there to let you understand, you know, what you, the, the rough outline of what you need to understand what that documentary was trying to get across is that this is a, this is a, a another page of the same book. This is nothing new. We don't need to learn anything new. We just need to remember. Remember what's already happened to us as a people. Remember where we've been so that you can understand where we are now. No nation on this planet has ever course corrected more than the United States. Think about where we've come from since the 60s, the 20s. Yeah, America's not a, 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 a flawless you know, clean white blanket. It's got its stains. But where we are now is better than where any other nation has ever been in their life, except for the fact that we have to start fighting for our freedom all over again. And we can do it. It's not impossible. Don't lose hope. Pray to your God. Stay informed. Do your research. Lean on your neighbors. Lean on your friends. Lean on us if you have nobody else to. Messages. Um, Hit us up, email us on Instagram or, you know, shoot us a message on Facebook. We'll get back to you. I promise. Out of all the tens and tens of listeners that we have, we're not too busy to take time for you. If you need somebody to talk to, we'll listen. But ladies and gentlemen, you got to do something. You got to make a choice. I really am. I mean, you know, I, there's there's really not anything else to say other than that. Is you got to make a choice, and 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 God hope it's the right one. Yep. Well, I appreciate it, brother. Yes. Man. I hope the listeners enjoy the our breakdown of this fantastic documentary. And like Hank said, maybe it was just a regurgitation of everything that they had to say, but it was our take on it. And we hope that you get your head out of the sand, you open that third eye, and you really start to pay attention. I appreciate it, Hank. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the 643 Conspiracy. He's Drew. I'm Hank. And we'll catch you on the flip side. 